Strategy Simplified listeners, do we have an exciting opportunity for you. Altman Salone, the leading strategy consultancy in the TMT space, is hiring. In fact, they're hiring for three positions, consultant, senior consultant, and manager. You can learn more about the qualifications required for each role and apply via the link in the show notes. We'll be sending every resume we receive directly to the firm for further consideration. So don't delay and apply today. Again, you can find the application via the link in the show notes. Tesla is a story and a stock. I am interested in the story, don't own the stock, and I'm excited today to bring you a conversation in the lens of Strategy Simplified. What is Tesla as a company? What is it that they do? How do they make money? Are they a variable or a fixed cost business? We're gonna answer those questions inside today's episode. Tesla, company or story? This is one of the questions that I asked some of my colleagues at Columbia Business School when they were thinking about where to work after graduation. And some, especially those that had these incredible engineering or military backgrounds, focused on joining Tesla as a company. And I was interested in just where they thought the future of Tesla would be. So when I think about companies, I don't just think about the products that they offer. Does Tesla make an amazing car? I think about how the company is, how they operate, how their cost structure is organized, and how if I were going into an interview, I would think that the company could improve going forward. It's part of my strategic process. So I got excited thinking, talking, and learning about Tesla, and I want to share with you some of my thoughts today. I'm going to share a little bit about the Tesla business model. I'm going to share about Tesla and its revenue, and I'm ultimately going to share about what I think about Tesla going forward. This is not a stock pitch on Tesla. This is a explanation of how Tesla operates. First of all, Tesla is the Elon Musk inspired market leader in electric vehicles in the United States. Pretty remarkably, in the electric vehicle market, they have about 80% market share. Now that does not include partially electric vehicles, hybrids, that only includes fully electric vehicles, of which there are actually only right now a few other options. However, they're only that 80% in electric vehicle market share only represents about 1.5% of the overall automotive market in the United States. So the leader of that market is General Motors with about 16%. What does that mean? It means that Tesla is 10 times smaller than the leading automotive maker in the country. And that market share is inflated by number of vehicles because market share is usually calculated by revenue. So Tesla cars by their average actually represent a higher spend per car. Um, And so their market share in terms of the revenue that they have is much larger than the market share of the number of vehicles. Now, Elon Musk has contributed to the meteoric rise and also uh, the potential escalation of Tesla stock. Why? Elon is known as a winner. He's a crazy, inventive pioneer, and his success previously speaks 
volumes for his ability to transform. Tesla is a story stock. People don't necessarily buy it because they think the valuation is amazing. They buy it because they think that people will buy more Teslas in the future. And so it's not necessarily a fundamentals stock that a lot of people uh, buy that you'll see as many hedge funds and large institutional organizations. Uh, People are buying what they believe is the future value of the company. And they're buying what Elon represents. He represents innovation. He represents possibilities of change. He represents hope for the future, which is exciting to buy into. I would argue that many people also buy a Tesla car for the same reason, that they've done an effective job of capturing the brand, although I don't have access to all of that data. How does Tesla make money? Well, historically, the joke was that they didn't, but that actually became a different story in 2020. Uh, Tesla posted $31.5 billion in 2020 revenue, um, $24.5 billion in 2019 and 21.5 in 2018. So what you see there is a story of not just growth, but accelerating growth, uh, which can be kind of unusual in this kind of business. And I'll talk about why uh, in just a minute. About 86% of the revenues for Tesla in 2020 came from auto, from sales and leasing. And an increase came from energy storage and generation, about 6%, and then 8% from services. Um, So one of the things that is important to note here is that uh, I have a little beef with Tesla personally, because even though I think that the cars are amazing, one of the things that I've been interested in buying for a couple of years is a storage battery to power my home. I live in a rural part of California that's prone to wildfire risk, and we have power shutdowns to prevent wildfires during high wind periods during our fire season. And one of the things that I cannot get a hold of is a Tesla power wall, which I want to have integrated into my storage system uh, for my house. So that's just a PSA. I want everybody to know that uh, Tesla batteries, I think, are a big growth area. You'll see that it's actually begun to take more share of the revenue growth in the past couple of years. Um, And I think we'll see some changes in that, but there are uh, some limitations to who can actually even buy them now. Um, The Tesla vehicles are delivered through wholly owned um, organizations that offer the Tesla services and sales. They are in largely major metro areas. Um, so in the town that I live in, which only has 100,000 people, we don't have a Tesla dealer, but I can just drive to my nearest city, get one, and then um, have it out of there. In 2020, Tesla delivered almost 500,000 vehicles, which was their largest number to date, and it beat expectations. In addition, the company posted its first annual profits in 2020. Both of those were fairly remarkable because some of their plants were shut down or nearly shut down during the COVID shutdowns, and Elon got into some pretty famous spats with government officials about keeping the plant shut down. In addition, uh, the company was added to the S&P 500 in December 2020 after posting six consecutive profitable quarters. So we've talked a lot about revenues and volume so far, but the big question for a company like Tesla is, can it make money on the backside? Is it able to actually keep some of the money that it makes? Uh, China is a very big area of growth. It it accounted for 21% of the total revenue in 2020. And Tesla recently invested famously again $1.5 billion in Bitcoin, an 
it, it is planning to accept Bitcoin as a form of payment in the near future, which is pretty radical. Um, the once again, Tesla segment breakdown, um, the gross profit comes largely from its automotive sector, not from the energy generation and storage. Um, so that sector is more advanced and more profitable. So it will be interesting to see how growth affects profitability over time. Uh, now I want to just move on to the final piece of my conversation about Tesla. We've talked a little bit about what they do, about who they are, but that's just context for the real crux of the story. What is Tesla's business model? and what does it mean for how they think about managing. We'll be right back after this quick break. Do you need quick industry insight to uplevel your business acumen, either for case interviews or for life on the job? Grab the Industry Primer Pack. In this pack, we break down 11 consequential global industries, from automotive to consumer goods to healthcare to pharma and more. Each industry primer includes an examination of that industry via Porter's Five Forces, a breakdown of key trends and metrics, a look at revenue and cost drivers, a snapshot of key industry players, and more. It's a quick, bite-sized look at what drives key global industries. Grab it today via the link in the show notes. We actually do a case on Tesla that we have prepared where we talk about some pricing changes when rolling out a new model. And the Tesla business model really brings this into sharp focus. Is it a variable cost or a fixed cost business? I'll give you a second to think about it. Tesla is a variable cost business. Every single car or battery that is sold represents something that they have pricing control over. And when you see a brand like Tesla so powerfully integrated, it's a good hint that it's likely a variable cost business. The power of the brand is to drive up value that is intrinsic, not that people are paying for actually. Um, so a value over the cost of the car, which is valuable here. And um, in addition, they have the ability to negotiate on inputs. So Tesla can negotiate on the pieces of the materials that come into their cars, for example. Tesla is a variable cost business. What does this mean? They still want to drive volume, but it means that high volumes aren't their only focus. Profit per unit is their key focus when they think about managing. And so one of the cases that we do talks about the introduction of a new lower price model and whether it's good or bad for Tesla. And ultimately, um, if you follow along with the case and you follow along with the history of Tesla, you'll see that it was not the best business decision that Tesla made. Now, in conclusion, Tesla as a variable cost business, what will it continue to do? Innovate on the value of the cars. You'll see them maintain their price and maybe even get more expensive over time. You'll see them innovate on the delivery mechanisms. How expensive is it to get a Tesla sold? How expensive it is, is it to provide the parts for Tesla? And you'll see them innovate on the overall marketing for its other services and products such as energy value and uh, and generation. Uh, now, we see no reason that Tesla will slow down anytime soon. Uh, that value will remain valuable and important. Um, they're going to navigate through volatility in the markets and continue to deliver cars. Um, but some of the future of Tesla will depend on whether they're able to manage the premium price model at higher volumes so that they can maintain massive margins per product. I hope you learned something today about Tesla that you didn't know. Often the story of Tesla overwhelms the data and also the construct of how they make money. It's important to understand the choices that could affect you if you're a buyer, an employee, a shareholder, or affected by Tesla in any way. 
Ultimately, if you want to hear more great content like this, please review this episode, review the podcast, tell us what you liked, tell us what your favorite pieces were, and also share it with your friends. Please subscribe to join us for future episodes of Strategy Simplified. And if you've got questions about Tesla or other companies, please reach out. Thanks for joining.